0: Listening to the Apollo Podcast
1: Network. I like your best. God, oh, I knew it. I knew you did. It's so cool, right? It's cool. Yes. And you can put so much stuff in there,
2: you wouldn't even know.
0: Not, no there's no way i don't you separate them individually and no then- you pour them into
1: your hand and then you take them out of one hand with the other hand as by color exactly so it's not like you separate them you just have a handful you say okay i'll grab two green ones or i'll grab two red ones but i'm not about to eat a red one and a green one together because they taste different skittles exactly. or fruit snacks. both
2: fuck that but, no.
1: fruit snacks too Anything that doesn't have the same flavor, like I'm not just going to like just take them to the head like that. Yeah, you got to split them up by color. You got to enjoy
2: the different. You got to enjoy your orange or your strawberry
0: separately. You can't just.
1: Some of them, Terminal flavors don't necessarily jive together, bro. Like I don't, I don't be liking that.
0: How did you eat a fruit by the foot or a fruit roll up? Be honest. Oh, I just ate those regularly. No, did you eat the whole thing? Did you put the whole fruit roll up in your mouth? Hell no. No. (laughs) Who does that? You did. You did that. Fruit
2: roll ups, I definitely just ate the whole thing. But a fruit by the foot, you gotta, you gotta take it slow.
0: <laughs> fruit by the foot, you're just choking down a whole. <laughs> like,
1: I'm not choking down a foot, bro, I'm <laughs> not down a foot.
0: That's not
1: happening.
0: Choking down those ropes. Good lord! Welcome to the One Take Podcast, Episode 72. Uh, this week we are reviewing Black Widow, uh, the go. most anticipated movie review. Not movie, but movie review of 2021. Yeah, but to be honest,
2: specifically about Black Widow.
0: <laughs> yeah, but actually, not lying, this might be the most anticipated movie of the last couple of years, for being honest. We you put say? this movie up on this podcast like 20 times.
1: So that has to mean something.
0: I mean, it was supposed to come out literally almost two years ago. Mm hmm and it is been it is the first marvel movie that we have seen in 2 years so it's just it has to be like one of the most i know people in my theater loved it even if it wasn't the best marvel yeah, movie we, we'll get into it but like people were like we had a great, great fucking time yeah people were jonesing to get back to my it my theater loved it they absolutely loved it um all right let's get into it black widow a film about Natasha Romanoff and her quest between the film Civil War and Infinity War. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> that was what the that's what it was on uh IMDb. That is literally it. Uh, it's directed by Kate Shortland who you would not know from anything. She's done some critically acclaimed films uh in Europe, but nothing that you would know. It was written by Eric Pearson, uh Jack Schaefer and Ned Benson. Stars Scarlett Johansson, uh David Harbour, Ray, Winstone, Rachel Weisz, and no one else. Doesn't start. No No one one else else.
2: of note in this movie, especially not for this podcast.
0: No, it stars the goat, the god, Florence Pugh, who, we'll get this out of the way, absolutely. Like, it's going to come off as, like, thirsty, but, like, she actually does steal the show in this movie. It's crazy.
2: Smoked it, man. She was incredible. (laughs)
0: We've been singing this woman's praises for... Months, years on this podcast now, so over a year. So it's crazy that when she actually comes out and she's throwing fastballs like Shohei Otani, like 101 mile an hour fastballs.
2: Yeah, she she was so good. The people were literally walking out of the theater and immediately tweeting me, "Hey, dude, I get it now. (laughs) I see what I see what you're talking about." Like most people who've seen Midsummer or whatever, were like. Like, they understood, they knew, but people who hadn't seen movies like that, who watched Marvel movies, which is, like, the rest of America, they were like, she's amazing. I understand what the fuck you were talking about. I'm on the wave. I'm on the bandwagon. We
0: are here. (laughs) The rest of us idiots that didn't watch, like, Little Women or Lady Macbeth. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> those of us who
2: weren't watching fucking WWE movies are finally on board.
1: She just, she just crushed it, man. We, the, uh, we're assuming that she's going to take the mantle as Black Widow. That's not something they allude to directly in the in the movie, but I think that we all see that's where it's going. pretty heavy, and, and and we are in we are in good hands, bro. Having her in the MCU is just going to be fun it's just gonna be incredibly fun i'm very excited that she's in
0: she is only 25 years old but she matched seasoned veterans like david harbour rachel vice who's like slowly like all time great actress too has been in some really good stuff not oscar nominated scarlett johansson oscar nominated has been and lived in this character for years for hell nearly 15 years i think probably at this point and so right
1: do y'all know how old Rachel Weiss is? I looked this up. Do y'all, but I want you to tell me what, how old do you think she is? 54. Uh, I'm gonna go 48. I didn't think that she was that old. She is 50, or I think 51. She's only like 10 years older than Scott Johansson, which is pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So I think, yeah, she, she matched those guys really, really well. And it, it's crazy to think that just at 25, it makes me so angry that at 25, she's just like, Dominating, it's like when you—it's like when you reach that age when you start to see in acting or anything, but in in sports especially when you start to see like Devin Booker like in the NBA. (laughs) Fuck.
2: Yeah, you're watching that guy's
0: that young, that rich, that talented. Fuck my life.
2: You're watching 18 year olds get drafted in the NBA, and you're (laughs) like, man, fuck.
0: (laughs) God damn it! I'm on a podcast (laughs) talking about it. um No, so this is doing numbers like we said it would uh close to 200 million at the box office already uh probably uh, did was it the article that i said over 200 million um it's like 215 or something like that was that or is that something anything? i like think
1: that. i think it was something like that and uh, you know, also a huge number just uh, from people watching at home which is absolutely fascinating
0: domestic gross uh meaning at at the actual theater, $80 million. But the real number is, and Disney was so quick to release this, that all access, the premium access Disney Plus, they have made $60 million. Jesus That's Christ.
2: Cra- At $30 um, a pop, man. That So many people watch this
0: movie. $60 million. Jesus. They are never, ever, 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 ever going back to, for Marvel's films, Not they're not going back to just theaters. They're not going to do it. no. Because they know it's like a theater's...
1: They know the people that really want to see a movie in theater will go see it in theater. And everybody else who has seven kids or four kids, they're more than happy to give you $30. be Like, I could sit at home. I don't have to buy snacks. I don't have to worry about the kids in the theater. I can just turn it on at home. You can have my $30
0: every time. And those fringe guys that are just like, I want to watch it again, like you almost did today.
1: (laughs) I almost paid $30 to watch it again. I almost did that.
2: It's so good. Like, I... This is the perfect way to release movies is if you want to watch it at home, you and your loud ass annoying ass kids can watch it at home and leave the rest of us the fuck alone. We can go to the movie theater. This is the perfect way to release a
0: little bit of a blessing in disguise because I thought I went into IMAX and I, you know, bought my ticket, bought my candy and everything else. And i watched the movie by myself as a good Lord intended. And <laughs> I sat there and I, when you were reserving seats, which is a great feature that everyone is actually using now for the first time in in their lives. Incredible, thank God. But like, when you looked at it, there was whole rows blocked off on the reserve seat. And I was like, fuck, there is a birthday party here or something like that. I'm like, (laughs) God (laughs) damn Luckily it wasn't. Ah. They all stayed home and watched this on Disney Plus. But the theater experience with this, and we can talk about it, it, for these, it was, it's a genuine, it's not, something that I didn't even get with Fast 9 where people were like in Fast 9 were like having a good time but this like people community like the community laughed they like were in awe they were sad it's something that Marvel has figured out how to do that with the theater experience that makes movie going still a good thing so it's kind of sad that it's dying a little bit but they're still going to release that in theaters because like I said they still made 80 million dollars
2: yeah just in a couple of days like on well, Black Widow is probably B tier, C tier, like of the MCU. Like, yeah, this is. I think that we all like hitters.
1: it. But it's not going to be in anybody's top ten, top fifteen MCU movies, and that's the kind of mo- money that they make from a movie like this. Which is like, here, take this, and it's like, oh, wow, eighty million dollars in three days just in the theater—that's crazy.
0: Um, eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety-two percent audience score. Uh, Critics consensus: Black Widow's deeper themes are drowned out in all the action, but it remains a solidly entertaining standalone adventure that's rounded out by stellar supporting cast. And I will say this: this is one of the better supporting casts in any Marvel film that I think I've seen, like outside of the outside of like Captain America: Winter Soldier or something like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone was on point. Like David Harbour committed a thousand and ten percent. He was great. He's just like I'm going to be fat and old. And he was just, he was great. Yeah, it was, it it, it was really, really good. And like we said, Florence Pugh stole the show, but all that to say, let's go ahead, Dex. You're first, give it a review. I really, really
2: enjoyed this movie, man. I, like you said, I was just so happy to be back watching a Marvel movie with all these strangers in the movie theater at my local AMC. I, it just, it just lived up to all the hype for me. Like obviously they could have released this movie years ago like when it was supposed to happen like between civil war and infinity war or whatever they could have released it then probably would have been better it would have made more sense but we accepted that going in we knew that like before the before the movie came out we knew from the trailers we knew from everything that they released about this movie that's what we were getting a movie that should have come out years ago so once you accept that It's just a fun ride, man. The action is really good. There are multiple set pieces in this where me and my little brother, who I went and saw the movie with the first night. We were just like looking at each other like, yo, like it's just a fun time. Florence Pugh is hilarious in this movie. David Harbour is hilarious. They give you like enough of the family theme and stuff like that. Fortunately, I don't give a fuck about Taskmaster in the comics or Taskmaster in general, so I didn't care about what they did to the character. I thought it was cool to have somebody just show up, look cool, get people to beats, and then like go away. I didn't really care about anything else with Taskmaster. So, yeah, man, this movie is definitely like a solid B+, like teetering towards an A-, I just really enjoyed it. It's not the best Marvel movie or anything like that. It's not top five or whatever, but it this was a this was a good one. I I like this one a lot, and it was a nice one to come back with for them.
0: Yeah, there's caveats to the Marvel stuff now because there's so many movies now too that you can be like, well, I feel and I said this, I put this on Twitter. I feel like this is one of the better standalone films, you know, like truly standalone films in a long time. I don't know, maybe since like I wouldn't even count Thor Ragnarok as a standalone film because the Hulk, Hulk is there. Is there yeah. yeah, Loki's in there, like. I mean, Loki's in the Thor films, but like, you know, I, it's probably a better, as good of a standalone film, Pro, I mean, Spider-Man Far From Home, I think is probably the the last one that we've gotten. And I, you know, that was the end of what do you call it? But it, I think it's up there with Spider-Man Far From Home. It's definitely better than the first couple of Thor movies. The first cat, I think it's better than the first Captain America. Of course, you know how I feel about yeah, that.
2: Even like, I think that, and I love <laughs> the first Captain America. It's better than the better. Th-
0: yeah, it's better than two Iron Man films, so it's like it's up there. I'd say it's it's one of the better standalone it's films.
2: Shit, not Captain Marvel. <laughs> like,
0: yeah,
1: This is not even. Close. I like Captain Marvel, but this this shit's on Captain Marvel. Like I, yeah. I was fine with Captain Marvel, but yeah, this is a different level. Am I going? Yeah, T.J., go ahead. Sorry. All right. So the Marvel, they're so smart about this, and you've seen it through the films. We're always trying to account for scope. You have some people in the MCU who literally can throw moons at people or like literally shift timelines or like destroy planets, right? So you have powers that are that high. And so to kind of come down to the ground level and have a movie about humans, like there's a superhero in this movie, but he is fat and out of shape. So it doesn't feel like you're watching a superhero. Even though he's the strongest cap, he's fat and out of shape and we're laughing at him the whole time. So it's like you have a, we're watching a movie about humans which is not something that you can really get in the MCU when you're on the highest levels. It's the same thing you see with Captain Marvel. It was really smart of like this person is all powerful, but they don't know it yet. So like you're watching her as she realizes the true extent of her power because if she realized the true extent of her power in the first 10 minutes of the movie, the movie would only be 10 minutes long. Mm -hmm. So you have a scope issue that they are always very cognizant of and just Fitting a movie right in between the Civil War, right when the the Avengers aren't really talking, allows you to make a movie like this. It allows you to say, the Avengers are out of play right now. Whatever that we're going to encounter, all these women are in slavery. It is a bit weird that he got to enslave 10,000 women or whatever that number is before anybody was like, yeah, we should probably do something about this. But whatever. Like, they had to solve this problem. They didn't have the Avengers. They didn't have a Quinjet. They didn't have the X-Men. They didn't have any of these beings that we've seen in past films or we're going to see in present films it was just like some people that can die who are highly trained and then there was a superhero who was fat and it was just like <laughs> so cool because as you're watching these set pieces you're like people are dying like and not just like people around like on the outskirts like these people are being shot at they could die now obviously we know natasha's not going to die because we, we we know we're we're already timeline seen die, yeah and we know she dies later but like you know, there, there was a scene that they set up where the, you were—you might—you were at least thinking that Florence Pugh might die here. Like she, she tried to sacrifice herself for the greater good, and she thought she was going to die, and she obviously did not. Because I never once Natasha, thought she was going to die. Nata- Natasha once. went crazy. That was that was a cool. That scene was so cool—just her jumping and and getting uh, Florence Pugh, and the way that they're falling, free falling. It's just so. Dope. That was a very yeah. They basically just made a small little Mission Impossible movie, and if anyone yeah. who likes. A spy thriller like Mission Impossible or other kind of movies like that. This is what this is. Like there's car chases, there's shootouts, there's fist fights, and that's just the story. And it, it just felt so cool to me to be sitting there like there's no there's no Iron Man in this movie, there's no Hulk in this movie. They're not gonna they're not fighting super bad guys with superpowers, like it's literally just humans having human conflicts. And I I thought it was like much needed and like a, a, a great reprieve from some of the I mean, we just saw Endgame and Infinity War those are massive massive like literally sure. plant like literature universal events like they're going from planet to planet like Natasha has been on different planets but right now she's just like in in going around and on Earth trying to solve a, a human problem and we I literally just see really her works. die
0: in like a netherworld so yes, like, like, she
1: literally yeah. died in outer space like So to see her on the ground, like driving an SUV through Europe, (laughs) 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 getting kicked off a bridge by a taskmaster, like that shit was just cool. Like, I just I really enjoyed the movie. It's funny at the right times. It's entertaining. It's not too long of a film. And it was a good send off for Natasha. We learned a little bit about her backstory Uh, and it was a great send off for ScarJo. She just did so much great work. I love the scene at the end where she's finally in the blonde again. And she just looks so pretty. And, you know, that's the last time we're about to see her alive. Uh, so it's like, that's a perfect sendoff for her to have like a heartfelt moment and to talk about family. I just thought it really worked on a lot of different levels. I would give it a solid B plus.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go ahead. and agree a B plus all around, but now every B plus is built different. Like this B plus is not built the same as like a fast and the furious B plus or whatever it is, but like (laughs) it's, it's, um, my main complaint and maybe it's unfair. And I know people may like shit on this take is that this movie should have come out five years ago like it just should have it, it, she deserved to have this movie come out five years ago and maybe that's unfair like maybe people weren't clamoring for a black widow movie and it maybe it took her no, actually, I wasn't. well yeah and I, maybe it took her dying or whatever um teacher might may have glitched again but uh go ahead oh he's frozen your mic again man oh no two times
1: Come okay, back
0: yeah there you are yeah
1: sorry i was saying uh, i wasn't i was agreeing with dex i was also not looking for a black widow movie but i also wasn't looking for a loki tv show or a vision right. tv show they just they, it's just the mouse overlords just tell me where to go and i just go
2: yeah they're like apple you don't know that you want their shit until they give it to you You're like i i needed this my entire life where were you
0: oh you can take pictures at night thank god no the uh <laughs> The thing the thing with this is I felt like it should have come out five years ago. That but that didn't diminish from my enjoyment of the movie. I think it would have benefited it if it was correctly in the timeline or whatever. And we knew it there was a little bit more because you're saying, Teach, like there are stakes, but for me knowing like if you don't know, if you go into this blind, if this is the first ever Marvel film you've ever seen, like you're just kind of like you're confused at the end when she's spoiler alert dead at the end of the movie by the way this entire review is a spoiler review so sorry but the the thing with that is it it didn't hold that much weight for me because i knew kind of where they were going i never once expected florence Pugh to die maybe that they maybe they were going to knock off david harbour or rachel vice like that's you know maybe they were going to do that and they established like he's kind of an asshole, but you still like him because he's David Harbour. He's, like, really funny and and it the rapport is there, so you end up liking the guy. But it's, uh, which is really funny because he's, like, a Soviet spy, Soviet-era spy. We're just gonna, yeah. like, <laughs> like,
2: he's upset the Soviet <laughs> party didn't go far enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh, ugh. okay, like, awkward, but well, I'm here, whatever. We're, we're already here. But I, I think I think that, and I said this before, Flores Pugh absolutely stole the show. Her confidence on screen is incredible. Not nope. one decision that she made on screen looked like it was second-guessed or that they had to tell her to do something different than what she was already doing. It was just, it flowed. She had a great rapport with with uh, ScarJo, which was really good. I... I just her comedy bits too were actually like incredible really good <laughs> really which funny. was she was she was a comedic her and david harbour with a comedic relief in this movie which is crazy um no i just i think and to address the taskmaster thing i didn't necessarily like what they did with taskmaster like i understand the need for some of these villains like not every villain, we've said this as a problem before on our not every villain needs a huge backstory. Like we don't mm-hmm. need like you to feel bad for the villain, or which they kind of try to do at the very end of this movie, but they try to make you, they try to make you like sympathize with who she is. But the the thing that what I've seen from Taskmaster is basically only the, the PS4 Spider-Man game. So I'm just sitting here going, if you're going to keep her around, which they do at the end of the movie, Obviously they don't kill the spoiler alert. They do not kill this woman and they do (laughs) not kill taskmaster at the end of the movie. And it's a very ominous thing that like, you can't beat this person because it mimics whatever it knows what you're going to do. And anyone you've ever fought with or against it knows what they're going to do as well. But then they just didn't give it any, they didn't give them any dialogue and maybe they wanted it just to be an ominous threat or whatever. They didn't give them any dialogue. They didn't give them anything really to do. Like he showed, they show up at the very beginning. She fights Natasha. She fights Natasha. She, they show up. Whoops with, her ass. Yeah, with the, they show, show up with Whoops the tape. Whoops her tank. ass. He shoots an arrow at them. And, in the, and then there's only like one more fight scene. And they intercut the fight scene with with uh, David Harbour's character. They intercut that with a bunch of other stuff. So you don't get like the yeah. real sort of fight there there's just more that they could have done with it. I didn't hate the interpretation as much, as much as I did, they should have done more with their actually being a villain. And I guess the real villain is the child trafficker, but like the, the thing there is though, too, there's some heavy themes that they suggest in the very beginning of this movie, like very, very, very heavy themes, like child trafficking and like, child slavery and things like that there's some very heavy and like
2: how much they, we just don't care about what happens to the girls to <laughs>
0: women in the world and, yeah they and, have
1: a whole joke about like force uh like force sterilization removing, sterilization yeah, rem- yeah basically removing their sexual organs and it was just like the reproductive uh-huh. organs i was just like jesus that plays as a joke in a disney movie like that's so that's so such a weird decision to me
0: yeah it was uh it, it was obviously this was there's was a movie written for women about women directed by a woman and that's great that's great to see they could have played on the if they wanted to go the extra step which it's a marvel movie like we're here for the spectacle a little bit but if they wanted to like hit like dark Night territory i feel like they would have gone even further down that road but it, it starts at some point to get like hella dark where you're just like, yeah. <laughs> where you're just like, okay, maybe we need to back off this Pg-13 real, real Disney <laughs> movie a little bit. But yeah, there is a forced sterilization joke in there, like, huh, we can't have kids as they ripped out our uterus. Like, you're just like, oh shit. Yeah, and know? there's
2: parts of the movie where it's like we're seeing seeing a lot more like bone breaks than normal. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: when that film woman film falls of movie, off breaks. that, yeah, when that woman falls off that pillar and like is just laying there like, help me. You're just like, oh yeah. shit
2: she got the okay. conor mcgregor ankle <laughs> like, no. please
1: don't do this
0: <laughs> your boy got cooked dude
1: please don't do this guys. gravity this cooked is a, boy. this is not an
0: mma podcast please don't do this uh, embarrassing for your guy uh
2: and then uh fucking david harbour breaks that dude's wrist
0: <laughs> oh yeah no doing arm wrestling
2: yeah and then they show like ScarJo all bruised up Florence Pugh like it's a big thing when she gets like injured or whatever and is bleeding all over the place I was like yeah like, ScarJo was
1: getting cooked in this movie ScarJo she yeah she took some beats she took some beats from the Black Widows she got completely beat down by the main villain dude sex trafficker dude Drakeoff I think his name is she broke and her then- own face I don't know how she didn't break all of her legs when she when they fall out of the building and she they land on that pillar and the pillar crashes down. The way she was hitting stuff on the way down, I'm like, oh, ScarJo is paralyzed. Wow, what a what a crazy way for this movie to go. They paralyzed this character that I saw walking in the film after that takes place after this. But sure, <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, get up the walk from that. <laughs> but
0: well, yeah, like they.
2: It's not like Fast and Furious where you're watching these people and nothing happens to them and they're fine, they're invincible or whatever. Like, nah, like these people are getting fucked up. They they show, they they show Scarjo bruised up, got to take an ibuprofen, all that shit. I was
0: like, yo, (laughs) they really like leaned into the. These are just, you know, these are still humans. This isn't Thor. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't, you know, this isn't even Iron Man in a in a metal suit. These are people that just have guns. And you know, provocative suits. Like went to the a-
2: WWE training facility. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's, it- it's so interesting because there's no time to like. Just, it's not like Black Widow wins all her fights when she's in one of the larger movies or she's in an Avengers movie. She doesn't win every fight, but you don't just see her get like bludgeoned like that. Like you just, they just don't have time to show that. So having that time to kind of zoom in on her and like she's getting cooked by regular people, they're just like beating the shit out of her down in the basement. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> got cooked like Falcon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I think this movie deserved to come out five years ago. I think it would have made more sense and given it a little bit more stakes. But
2: but then we don't get Florence
0: Pugh. That that yep. is that is true. She she, she was perfect. And she she really was and and if you're going into this and you're just like who is this woman like get on board buddy because she she's the funny one she's the really really and also her action scenes were really good too because her Man. the the fight scene between her and ScarJo was like they were beating uh, the fuck out uh, of yeah each other. I, was, I was like <laughs> good lord like they didn't even talk they were just like all right time to fight <laughs> like, throwing
2: each two? other into the wall and shit like they they were fucking each other up.
0: She has great
1: fight confidence, probably because she did a movie about a WWE star, which shouldn't has no right to be a good movie. But somehow it is because Forrest B is amazing. Like there's no right for this movie to be good. And yeah, it's like a super compelling watch. She's just good in everything. But we hadn't really seen her do like an action movie. Like she obviously, like I just said, did a WWE movie. But like this is an action movie. And this is the first time we've seen her hold a gun. This is the first time we've seen her like fight. And she has so much confidence, like holding a gun holding a knife. These are things that we take for granted because we see so much of it as we watch movies, but like the, she, we've never seen her do that stuff before, so we didn't know that she could do it, and she just looks so natural in it, and she just looks
0: so confident in it. I, I was super impressed with the performance. Keeping an accent the entire time. She's like, she has a Russian accent the entire time. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to uh, ScarJo for being the only one that didn't have to do a Russian accent. The yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah,
2: man, Florence Pugh, she, uh, from what she says and what everyone else says, she really committed to, like, actually learning how to do most of the stunts that were, like, reasonable for her to do. So, like, you know, I feel like that just kind of adds to it. Like, the, the legend of Florence Pugh out here doing her own stunts and shit. Her and Tom Cruise are going to put up a billion points in a Mission Impossible movie at some point.
1: Tom Cruise better get her on the line right now for the <laughs> next Mission Impossible. It's, it's, she's perfect, man. She, she has the dry humor. She could fight. She's willing to do her own stunts. She's not willing to drive herself into like short, certain death, like Tom Cruise, but she'll do some of the stunts with him. Like, let's do Tom, it. You're baby. not going to learn
2: to fly a helicopter, but
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise be like, learn how to fly this jet or you're not in this movie. <laughs> learn how to learn how to like free, learn how to free solo a cliff or you're not in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I need oh, yeah. it. I
1: need it. Yesterday, I need. I need the announcement that Florence Pugh is going to pop up in a Mission Impossible movie. She's perfect. She she's to do the same Russian accent. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: I, I was gonna say she's already British. Like she can just easily <laughs> just use her regular ass voice.
0: No, I think that um, obviously uh, her comedy bits were really funny too because the the bit about I, I cried in the theater when they're like. We're like, why are you an Avenger? And they're like, what? And he's like, well, I don't think the God from space has to take a <laughs> after a fight. I was like, all right. Good point.
1: Uh, the moment that I was ScarJo's posing was just good. The whole like that bit was just funny every time.
2: Hilarious, especially at the hidden when she did it herself, and then was like, Ugh. <laughs> she's like "Oh no!" <laughs> she gets like this shiver. She's like, Ugh. <laughs> that scene where she's talking about her vest with all the cool pockets and shit, and ScarJo's like, "No, that shit sucks." <laughs>
1: I, I knew she, you liked it. I knew you liked it. It's awesome. When she was flying the helicopter over the prison and like it, it starts getting shot, so it starts like slowly like crashing and it's fucking up the mission. And Scarlett was like, Are you kidding me right now? Like, what are you doing? She's like, I think that we're both doing a good job. I think that everybody's doing a good job here. <laughs> yeah. Like, she just did, she was just, the dry humor just worked so perfectly for her. Like, I just think it was natural for her. I don't know a lot about Florence Pugh, the person, but it just felt like that kind of level of dry humor was perfect for her and really perfect for what she's going to represent when she is Black Widow in a bigger Avengers movie. They all kind of have a different level of humor. Thor is more taking jokes and you have Star-Lord that's saying dumb shit, but she yeah. really fits in to that role where she's got kind of that dry humor. I am a bit scared that if her and Captain Marvel are on scene to have the same type of humor, and I think that they're we have to differentiate those two. I feel like Ooh. they're in the same vein of humor.
0: Oh, uh, I hope he I hope she gives Clint Barton the beats. I hope, I hope <laughs> yes, yes,
1: yes,
2: yes, I his ass. Brother post credits made me so fucking <laughs> excited for that Hawkeye show. Cause I knew also Hayley Steinfeld's in it. In it. Yeah. 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 Hayley Seinfeld's
1: in it. I knew Force P was gonna be in it. I just didn't know like what she was gonna be doing, but wait, was that announced? Force, we knew we already knew Force P was gonna be in the Hawkeye show. Yeah, I didn't even know that. So I was really taken, I was like, oh shit, th- this is gonna happen. Yeah. Well, count me the fuck in, bro. More fun yeah, skewed for me. That let's go. I saw that poster scene. I
2: was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> but yeah, the thing that keeps this movie like in that like B plus maybe A minus tier instead of being like hard A or A plus or whatever. Watching it the second time because I went saw it and I tried to get it in theaters because some of my friends who hadn't seen it want to go. There's that stretch in the middle where they're like on the farm. They meet back up with Rachel Vice and like they're just talking to each other and it's really really good but it goes on just a beat too long yeah like there's a, a beat too long with no like action scene or anything like that and then when the red room comes and raises the house like that's over too quickly and like you said they could have given taskmaster like one more fight where she just beats the fuck out of somebody
0: yeah and they and I- the, he shows up or he she shows up and you're just like oh well maybe but yeah there's only there's only like three set pieces for the taskmaster and then the final one with after they fall through the sky which is objectively a really awesome set piece when they're just really like dope. doing a like falling on the panels and she, he takes the sword out and like it, yeah that's really cool but then they get to the ground and then it's just like i'm not going to fight that you that fight was I, like I, that I, fight was I,
1: like 40 I, seconds long I'm like yeah. oh I would have liked some. I had two major gripes with the movie. The first one was just uh, the Nirvana cover to start the film. While I see where they were going, I just hated it. I just hated. it. Ugh.
2: Apparently, this is a controversial take. Because people are coming at you like, that cover is fucking people amazing. People
1: really liked it. But it, it, it's one of those things where people either really like that song it's not as bad or as really the dude, hated
0: it. It's not the, as I, bad as the dude that said, uh, straight up said, I hate. You yes, know, like, that <laughs> to, luckily, he said
1: that. So then I didn't get packed up. He got packed up because he said he actually dissed the source material, which you never do. I didn't like that cover, even though I really liked that montage. The montage is super dark, but, like, I liked it. I just didn't like the song choice. And my other big gripe is I have no idea what the motivations are of Rachel Vice's character. I do not understand what that character was trying to accomplish. I didn't give it a moment. I literally don't. Like, so you work for the mad scientist. You just help him design all this been stuff.
0: for for decades. You've been
1: doing this for decades. You are maybe the top brain in this company, and all of a sudden – You realize that your fake daughter was one of the people who was subjugated. And it's not even like it's not even made clear in the film that that is the reason why she decides to go against him. I actually don't know why she chooses to go against him. It's just like wasn't fleshed out enough because she's a
2: fake photo album. That's
1: why. Yeah. Like if we're going to spend that much time in that barn, you need to make sure that when we leave this barn, I understand why she's marching now to go forward with the team and if it's a family then give me that but like if we're going to spend that much time at the barn i need to be very clear about why rachel vice's character is going away from what she's been doing for literally decades and in uh, a flip of a hat she's like okay i'm i'm on your side now i thought Maybe that she- was weird but i just like seeing rachel vice and stuff she was awesome uh, <laughs> she's like i'm accent. tired
0: i'm tired of smelling pigs man <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out I'm out. <laughs> Speaking of dead-ass thoughts,
2: we about to just kill that pig at Me the same I was like, "Yo, what are we doing?" <laughs> that seems like so good,
0: murder on, <laughs> on screen in a Disney movie. Yeah, there's some parts of this movie that are objectively very dark, but it's yeah, kind of brushed away in the haha family dynamic. But and that's where I would if they would have just gone like, you know, what this is just going to be a dark movie. This is going to be a dark movie, like and have some bits of humor because you need those bits of humor like throughout. Yeah. Like it worked really well, but it's just it. it you know, they didn't go 110% with that. And I think that may have helped if you would have done that, that may have helped flesh out the, the, the Rachel Vice character a little bit more. What I did like about that, that family dynamic is them straight up coming out and be like, you were literally not our parents. That is yeah. <laughs> a mind fuck because I was kind of sitting there going like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> they've been super spot. Those, those girls have been like spies since they were little from mm-hmm. birth. Like Let's that guys. Is crazy. <laughs> they fucking
2: they saw Scarjo as fucking young Messi out there in Argentina. <laughs> they were like you're fucking
0: <laughs> elite, <laughs> elite.
2: <laughs> that kid's got it.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. And I another thing that I take points off for a little bit towards the end is I didn't necessarily like the interactions between um, between Scarjo and uh the main big bad guy uh Uh, really
2: (laughs) objectively awful i'm sorry i didn't
0: didn't really like it i thought i thought it was great good acting like i didn't think it was bad acting obviously i mean his russian accent was terrible but um the the they just didn't do anything with it it was just kind of like uh, this is why i'm doing this and and then all of a sudden to throw in the mcguffin or the smoking gun of i don't even know what the mcguffin of Oh, you can't attack me because of oh, the, the fair- pheromone oh, thing. I was kind of like, "Oh, come on!"
2: That I didn't mind until I liked it until the moment the Scarjo goes sever the nerve. I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" What the
1: fuck it is? Hangs her head. Just, I thought that was badass. That that whole scene kind of worked for me. I didn't. I didn't hate it. No, I,
0: I just think they didn't. I hated anything. this. I don't. And also, it took away from. I mean, obviously, you give. Florence Pugh, another moment to go do her thing and fight some more people and run around and do some stuff. David, you intercut David Harbor fighting Taskmaster, but intercutting that with them just having a back and forth conversation and Scarjo being the Black Widow, not fighting anyone until all the other women come in is like, uh, feels like a waste. Like there could have been more going on there.
2: I, I liked it. I just hated that sever the nerve line. I thought it was a weird line in the first place. I thought it was a weird plot thing to do. I thought it was delivered weirdly. And then she like smashes her face into a table. And I'm watching it. I'm like, does that, is, does that work? Like, can you just smash your face into a table and not smell things now? Is that, is that how the body works? I don't know. I, I just did not dig that. Like, that just severed the nerve part. The buildup to that was cool, but that actually happening. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh,
0: The sexual chemistry between her and O.T. Feta Benley or however you pronounce his name was interesting as Mason. Is that the friend?
1: Oh, the Mason guy. Yeah,
0: I thought they were going to do more with that and then they just didn't. Uh, She's
1: dead now. (laughs) Is there any... Is there any any (laughs) chance that that when uh, in the uh, final credit scene when uh, Val says pretty handsome guy isn't he is there any chance because you know Clint's married right he is a yeah. kid wife and kid is there any chance of a uh, love interest between Florence Pugh and Clint that pops up god I hope there, not is, me either I hope not either but that my first thought was oh shit but then I was like oh no Clint's married they probably won't go down that road but then I was like eh they might kill his family <laughs> you have well <laughs> no uh, his,
0: <laughs> his daughter is um, is uh What's her What's her name? Haley Steinfeld. Oh, his daughter
1: uh, is his daughter gonna be a young Avenger?
0: Yeah, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, She's also. Okay, they won't be kill this family. But... Yeah, a version of Hawkeye. Um,
2: Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld love connection though.
0: Let's go. I'm in. I'm here, I'm there for it. <laughs> um, the uh, respectfully, I am there for it. But the uh, <laughs> you have the problem though with um, you're not you're not there for Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah,
2: I. She only. What? She, I, not in general i'm talking about in the mcu her
0: character <laughs> <laughs> not, not in everyday life but like, yeah
2: re- in regular life i am a big jld fan but yeah her character in the mcu for so the just doesn't work for me she had like a few scenes in falcon and the winter soldier that didn't really work for me i'm so confused about what the fuck she's doing
0: this like, is also supposed to come out before falcon and the winter soldier before you saw her in that yeah so, too by the way so just to clarify but so, you know, yeah I, it still
2: would have been even more confusing because like i i still don't understand what the fuck she's supposed to be doing like i and her lines are like wait for the thunderbolts and,
1: bro wait for the thunderbolts it's coming her lines
2: are clunky and weird i don't know like they're supposed to be funny but they I, nobody laughed like in my theater we were all just kind of like eh, okay this is happening cool
0: my problem but, is is that i just go oh that's elaine
2: i i don't even have that problem like
0: i have that problem because I beep, do like but, I can do yeah. that
2: with pretty much any of the MCU characters. Like I could watch Florence Pew the entire time, and just be like, Yeah, that's Florence Pew, like who I've been standing for a year now. But yeah, I something about JLD's character so far. I'm just very confused. Maybe they'll explain it when she has like actual scenes to you know advance actual plot. But well, we'll they we'll want see. her to
0: be Nick Fury, but you know, JLD's not doesn't have this, she's great, but I, I don't know if she has the same. Gruff, y'all I guess. Gonna, y'all gonna
1: eat these words when Thunderbolt comes out and she's on screen for a longer amount of time. Y'all gonna be like, How'd I ever not like this character? I guarantee you.
2: I hope so. I want that to happen. And like, like I said in the group chat, I will never doubt Kevin Feige. I'm with him till the wheels fall off. But so far, I'm not, hat, man. Not seeing it for JLD in the MCU right now.
0: Um, what was y'all's favorite set piece of this? I really like the car chase scene. Car Chase is thought- awesome. I thought that foot chase, like between when they break into the apartment and that whole there is a there's a good 30 minute stretch of this movie where Florence Pugh and her fight, they talk for about like five seconds. The rest and of the Black Widows in fly, fight. and they're yeah. in another foot chase, and then they're in a car chase.
2: I and thought then another it, foot chase.
0: Yeah. I thought that. that whole sequence was really good. Plus the falling through the air thing. Was just something that we so hadn't scary. really seen. Like that was something you would see in a in a
1: Mission, in a, Impossible.
0: M- Mission Impossible movie for sure. And he'll do it. At, well, they did it actually in Mission Impossible. I was just gonna Follow. say they've already done it.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I uh I mean all the ones you mentioned are great. Especially that long one, like when she first meets back up with Florence P. is probably the best one. But also like that first appearance of Taskmaster. I was like, yo, this this shit is fucking legit. Like this. <laughs> He was fucking her up and like did her pose and all that shit. Like kicked her off a bridge. I was like, Taskmaster's a fucking problem. <laughs> I, I love know. the
1: first Taskmaster appearance. I was like, Taskmaster yeah, Taskmaster's going to be put up a hundred points in this film. Taskmaster didn't drop a hundred, but Taskmaster had a really good first quarter. I was into it.
0: <laughs> I don't know what they do with that character now going forward. Cause she's, she's an actress that has been in some stuff. She's been in a James Bond movie And some Mm. other things. Um, So she's recognized. I recognized her when like they took the helmet off, but I don't know because she's basically a cyborg, you know which I guess the Taskmaster in the comics, I don't know. Like comic book put nerds going to be a really- Put
1: her on some Tony Stark tech and let's get her
0: back out there. Let's go. Yeah, on, I man. guess so, but she's a villain. Like the, the Taskmaster thing's a villain throughout. Like I don't think the Taskmaster person has like a uh. breaking good thing. And that's why I think people are upset because it's like they try to like redeem oh. this person as something, but in, the, in any other media, it's a kind of an ominous villain that kind of shows back up to like fuck shit up every every. We need now to talk
1: now. about what we feel about the source material and whether we care. Well, let's about do that. Material.
0: Let's do that now. It's a, right a big now. resounding no. <laughs> um, go to Dex for this. Dex, go ahead, lead it off because we had somebody in our mentions being like, "Well, I don't think." And we're like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Man, fam.
1: They've done this shit for. We years. mean this respectfully, but please listen to us
2: with all due respect. It's been like 10, 11, 12 years at this point. We are so fucking past the source material at this point, all right? We, we fucking get it, okay? You read comic books that none of us fucking read. You know shit that none of us will ever fucking know. And that will get you absolutely nothing watching these motherfucking movies <laughs> because the MCU does not give a shit about what Taskmaster is like in the comics, all right? I don't need you and your fucking theories all the fucking time telling me how shit's going to be because you read it in fucking taskmaster secret adventures edition 73 all right get the fuck out of here we know how mcu movies work We know how mcu shows work at this point we're not going to get to episode 7 of an mcu show and then have a fucking all-powerful villain who no one's ever heard of come in a week before the finale of the show all right fuck your theories there's no Mephesto, there's no fucking kang the conqueror get the fuck out of here all right how are the ducks not coming back get get the fuck out of (laughs) here fuck the source material watch the movies see what's presented to you in your fucking face and make some theories off of that shit stop trying to read 80 bajillion comic books and tell me that that's how shit is supposed to be we are so fucking past that these are adaptations they're doing something different with the source material i don't give a fuck about the source material if the source material was that fucking popular everybody would have read it by now nobody's reading that shit do you know why because we like movies We don't give a fuck about comic books all right we don't none of us would know where to go read a comic book with Taskmaster in it right now have any of do you all know what comic books Taskmaster is in? Because I don't.
0: No, I, I don't. And nope. there's a drive in the deep left field by Castiano's. <laughs> so fuck <laughs> what
2: Taskmaster is like in the comics. We don't care. These are MCU movies. They have the biggest fucking movie series following of all time. Second, maybe, behind Star Wars. Who knows? Either way, they're their own thing at this point. Like, sure the comics like kind of inform like a little bit of guidance just a little bit but not that fucking much all right get the fuck out of here i don't give a fuck about the source material and what it says get the fuck out of my face from downtown bang (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: That's all
0: facts no i will say if you want to
1: if you want to go see the taskmaster from your source material just open up those old comics and and go and have a blast and no one's gonna stop you but as for us we are gonna be in the movie theaters. And Taskmaster looked awesome. Uh, he whooped a little bit of ass and the music was ominous. And I was scared every time they brought Taskmaster back. I was, scared. I was like, oh, shit. Someone's going to get their ass whooped. That's the only feeling I needed to get from that character.
0: As for me and my house, we will support Florence Pugh. Um, now- <laughs> and like, that's
2: not to say, like, you have to like every single decision that the MCU makes or whatever. You don't have to like shit. But saying, you know, I don't like it because it's not like it is in the comics. That's fucking dumb. Get out of here.
0: No, I think th- there's two things here, because obviously the the comics have such a backlog of things they've been making these since the 50s 40s that it it, it it there is a huge following of that and it it is informed several decisions down the road and they've made these brilliant stories that people have latched on to and characters that people really do care about like we all love spider-man we all love superman and all the we uh, you know Uh, Captain America is like the first ever comic book ever and and then it's just there's so obviously that is relevant like we need those that media to progress the media that we have but saying that but there are more people that go to the movies (laughs) that they they need to make movies for than read the original run of the Amazing Spider-Man, like you know what I mean. There, there's just more, just more people that Kevin Feige has to give a fuck about. You know what I mean? He just like, <laughs> he just like, eh, you know, you know what? Like Devin, like I, I love that you love Kang the Conqueror, but I gotta tell you, I, I don't give a shit. He's coming whenever he's gonna come. So like, it's we're um, just, just take a seat, take a seat really quick. Hey, thank you for coming into the movie theater. We really appreciate that. Thank you for your hard-earned money. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that you read i don't care i'm making money i that gotta a- make fucking Jaden, the
2: seven-year-old from albuquerque yeah. by spider-man <laughs> toys like yeah, get exactly. the fuck out of here
0: <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like, like i gotta i gotta get i gotta worry about people in timbuktu that are trying to buy this shit you know and it's it it's a give and a take because when you see stuff, when I see stuff in like sports movies that I've followed for a long time, that's a little bit inaccurate. I'll be like the Leo pointing meme and be like, that's not what happened. And then you'll just (laughs) like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? But it, it, with this, we're so far gone from things and people like when I heard they were making a civil war movie and I knew what the civil war was about. And like in the actual civil war comics, I feel like Captain America hires somebody to kill Tony or Tony Stark hires somebody to kill Captain America and they murder him. And there's just like all these war, but Wait, in like what? Yes. And like it,
1: me, if you're Iron Man, how are you gonna go hire
0: your Iron Man? Who, you're yeah, go do that shit, bro.
1: Go <laughs> fucking kill him. You you make nuclear warheads. You what do you mean hire somebody? To kill what I'm him? saying don't is in stuff.
0: the civil war run of the comics, people actually die. In the in the Civil War movie, they're just fighting in the parking lot of it on the tarmac of an airport. <laughs> and that shit
1: was awesome. I was very yeah. entertained. I had a great time. So <laughs> had like, a great time.
0: You threw that shit out eons ago. So I the complete the constant complaining of of it, look, look, it is a m- fraction of a percent of people in our mentions. Most people are like, dude, I cannot wait for No Way Home. I cannot wait. But like, there's a fraction of a, there's a very vocal minority that is just like, but in the book that I read, you're just like, oh man, you're ruining it for everyone.
2: Let us have a good time. And that, again, you don't have to like everything that Marvel does. You don't have to just- Nobody likes everything
1: that Marvel does. Let people like what what they they like.
2: Yeah, you don't have to be like, well, people like it, so and they're going to make a bunch of money, so obviously it must be good. Like, no, that's not what we're saying. We're just saying, you don't give a fuck about what it's like in the comics. That's a really dumb reason not to like this movie. <laughs> like, like, it's yeah, just the guy it's not going interming- to be that way.
0: The guy that was interventional is like, I didn't like the movie because of the source material. We're just like... Uh you got to start I wouldn't know where to begin
1: for the source yeah. material. I wouldn't even know where to so like
0: you got to really start viewing these things as two separate things, two separate entities at this point, man. We've been like, doing
2: this for like more than yeah. a decade. Like you know what it is at this point.
1: They're if, basically if paying like homage it, to certain comics. They're paying homage to the comics, but it's not you don't walk into the movie theater expecting to see your favorite comic. You already have your favorite comic. Like they're going to make a couple references to it and you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I know these characters." But that's about it. Like Taskmaster is just like a name that you know and maybe the power skill set is the same but like it doesn't they've been doing it's not like they're all of a sudden started departing from the source material they've been doing it from the beginning so yeah let's just move like, on, bros.
2: taskmaster
1: is a name that
2: you know like and you know people who played the spider-man game on ps4 know it there's a lot of people xboxes out here fan they didn't play spider-man <laughs> on ps4 like, <laughs> <laughs> they know nothing about this character oh man <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, it just this is what it is. There, there's a lot of us had no fucking idea anything about Taskmaster, so we just need a cool movie villain to show up and fight Scarjo in this Black Widow movie. If you think Taskmaster wasn't actually that cool, okay, fine. You can you know say that fair criticism, whatever. But. It's not like the comics. It's not the real Taskmasters. This Taskmaster is a fraud. It sucks. Kevin Feige ruined it. Like, come on,
0: man. Get the fuck out of here. In the comic books, <laughs> Thanos has a helicopter in one of these. Things, right? You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, there's not. They tossed that into the, one of the Loki, Loki episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Thanos, the Thanos copter.
1: <laughs> what a fucking dumb Kevin idea. Kevin Sumlin. <laughs> comics are bad if we fucking Thanos is <laughs> a helicopter. Kevin Sumlin.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> swag, swag copter. copter. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, Thanos going to pick up new recruits. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah, that's 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 uh, Black Widow. We actually didn't spoil all of it for you, to be honest. So I think it's, it's really still worth going and seeing. Uh, come back to us when you do see it. I think we can do a retrospective of uh, some of the Marvel films eventually one day. I mean, we'll definitely... We've done Endgame and Infinity War, but uh, we'll definitely do... The Hawkeye series, whenever that comes out, <laughs> yeah. we're getting as we're doing Loki next. But this is something that I really want to get into. Instead of a draft, we're going to list our uh, top five most anticipated Marvel TV shows or movies coming out uh, in go. phase so in the next phase, phase four. So it doesn't matter kind of what order we go in, but uh, we'll just go five, 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 four, 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 four down the line. Um, so Tej, go ahead what is your number five most anticipated Marvel project?
1: My number five most anticipated uh, Marvel project is Secret Invasion, which is it's a show that's going to drop in 2022. Uh, and I, this is one of the few comic books that I've read. I'm very <laughs> excited to actually see it. So I will team up with the comic book nerds and say, uh, stick to the source material, Kevin. Like, let's do it. Let's <laughs> do this.
0: <laughs> do it, Kevin. We'll break your knees. Um... <laughs> Take your hat away. Everybody knows you're bald. No, the uh, <laughs> Secret Invasion, that's one that I really don't, I haven't looked into enough about, but it's like a Marvel's thing. Captain it's Marvel. It's
1: like the Scrolls. It's like a, yeah. the, the Scrolls that they introduced in uh, Captain Marvel, that's basically that. Um, it's going to be fucking badass. And they've already, I feel like it's already been weird because it's already, it's pretty much 100% sure that we've seen characters since Captain Marvel that are Scrolls that we haven't picked up no. yet like we don't know we think that they're who they look like and it's gonna turn out that some major character or some minor character at some point in one of these films or tv shows was a scroll the whole time because it's just such an easy writing thing like you could easily just write like oh that guy was a scroll the whole time and now we can write this new story from that so it, we're gonna get a lot of uh, crazy shit happening leading into secret invasion so i'm very excited to see how it all pays off once we get there olivia okay. coleman and amelia clarker in it Oh, really? Amelia uh, uh, Clark is my queen. So, uh, well, actually, I don't like Amelia Clark. I just like her as Daenerys, but Daenerys. I don't really like Amelia <laughs> Clark. But sure, let's, let's, let's time me up. Hopefully, we can put the blonde hair back on her. We could relive the old days. Um,
0: <laughs> Dex, go ahead. Number five.
2: Number five, I'm going to go with The Eternals. It's coming really? out November 5th this year. I don't really understand that much about what the <laughs> fuck The Eternals e- even are to be honest with you but the trailer looked cool and uh angelina jolie is in it uh Gemma chan is in it again she's just sneaking back into the henry yeah
0: a ripped kumail nanjiani yep
2: yeah (laughs) this is gonna be a a great kit harrington is in it more game of thrones love salma hayek like we i just want to see what the fuck it is richard another game of thrones guy
0: (laughs) also directed by chloe Zhao.
2: Yeah, I just want to see what the fuck this is. What's happening? Um, so yeah, that's at my number five.
0: Shout out to Mr. Blah Blah for getting packed up for that.
1: <laughs> that was the most random. I didn't understand why people like K-pop Twitter found his tweets and they did not like that tweet about the eternal. It
0: was weird. Yeah, he he got into K-pop. You never get into the K-pop Twitter. <laughs> never. Yeah, we love you, BTS. Shout out. Um, <laughs> I who this is tough. I'm gonna go with Shang Chi as my number five. Um, it may be higher on some of y'all's list, but I, I really am very interested. This, uh, this is gonna do black, uh, Black Panther numbers at the box office. This is gonna do. This is. We're talking about this bringing the box office. Black Widow bringing the box office back. This is gonna bring the box office back whenever this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: another movie about humans that can die and there's going to be a bunch of kung fu like sign me up bro that's that's absolutely uh
0: i a very just down to earth normal. just he just knows kung fu real good like that's his superpower so yeah i'm actually really interested to see how they do that um so yeah and i'm really i like that actor he's all of the things that i've seen he's really just charismatic and funny and uh, kind of an unknown, but yeah. So Shang Chi, uh, Tej, number four.
1: My number four, my number four is going to be uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, uh, which comes out in uh, summer of 2022. Um, I'm just really interested to see where they take the take that that part of the franchise. Obviously, I'm nervous. I'm obviously nervous. Obviously, we don't really know what direction they're going to go with it. We know that they're not going to recast Black Panther yet. So it looks like we're going to be focused on some of the other characters. And I'm really just interested to see, obviously they made so much money with that first film. And although I love Chadwick's performance and Chadwick is great, like Chadwick is not the reason why that film made a bajillion dollars. So they're still going to make another film that's going to make a bajillion dollars. And I just really enjoy that film. Um, And I'm really excited to see what they do with it. So I think that's going to be my number four.
0: We're rocking with Shuri after those vaccine comments. (laughs) No comment on the any vaccine
1: comments from uh, any MCU stars.
2: We will not be speaking at this time. Thank
1: you. <laughs> the Black delegation would like uh pass on that question. <laughs>
0: We're gonna check on that comment. Uh, that uh, I I am interested, but I am kind of nervous to see how that plays out. It's because he was such a uh, a powerful force, and like that character represented a lot to a lot of people. So. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just a really cool ass character, like. So not having T'Challa in there, it's like.
2: Yeah. Mm. Taskmaster Make throwing the, step up. Make Taskmaster Kilburgers throwing the, the T'Challa claws in this movie. I was like, <laughs> that was dope. I well. remember. I like
0: that. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. I was there. <laughs> Next number four.
2: For number four, I'm gonna go with Guardians Three. Ooh, yeah! I just want to see you know what they're gonna do now that Gamora is back, but. Not really the same Gamora really doesn't know who the fuck Star-Lord is. I feel like that's going to be comedy. That's going to be funny. Yeah, uh, I think the new Thor movie comes out before that. So we'll see like whatever happens with Thor before we see Guardians 3. But I I just really like their dynamic and how they worked them into Infinity War and Endgame. I thought that was really good. I thought they could have fucked that up, but they didn't. Um and you know, just hanging out with the Guardians again. It's gonna be fun. I'm
1: always down for more rocket record. So we support Groot around here, so they're very excited.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh's mine- best role. <laughs> his his, his <laughs> best role. The best use say. of his talents or lack <laughs> thereof. Um my number my number four is it was something that I wasn't super excited with until this movie. I am so down for the Hawkeye series now. No, I'm so down for the Hawkeye series, not necessarily for uh, the man himself, but there are there are two really good young actresses in this movie that I'm so excited to like, hopefully they get to act across from each other a few times. But like, I, I really, really am very excited to that for that and seeing multiple episodes of Florence Pugh. Duh. So Hawkeye (laughs) series. And, And I mean, look, people don't like Jeremy Renner. I get that, but I'm not taking anything away. He's a really good actor. I think he's a really good actor.
2: Yeah, and I know I'm in like the super-duper minority here. I like Hawkeye in these movies. He's fun. He's cool. He doesn't do too much. Just
1: not asked to do a lot. Yeah,
2: I fuck with Hawkeye.
1: He does nothing for me in these movies, but neither did Loki or Wanda. So I don't give a shit. I, I'm just gonna be there for Florence Pugh and to advancement of the storyline, and I'm sure that they will make me like
0: Hawkeye or make me hate Hawkeye depending on what they want to do with it. And I'm in. Yeah. Let's do I it. I hope he changed his haircut because that was an all time terrible haircut. It really world.
2: was. But yeah, I thought Wanda was like the, the wackest bitch ever. <laughs> Backs. Backs. After Infinity War, I mean, now I can't game. wait to see her turn up on Doctor Strange. In game, she no, kind of showed her ass a little bit, and in game she was getting busy, but on WandaVision. I was like, I love I love this woman. I want to see Elizabeth Olsen do literally everything. So uh,
0: all right. teach number three. Wait, what was your number three? I just did number four. Oh
1: okay. okay. Oh sorry, sorry, you're right. My number my number three is going to be uh where'd it go? Oh the Fantastic Four film. There's no date
0: Ooh. for it yet, but it's been announced. I'm gonna uh, assume it's gonna be Fantastic Four.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> well obviously obviously you know we have a weird history with Fantastic Four, just generally speaking. Like the films that have come out. Have there been are great.
0: three movies that are kind of movies.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh you They're only movies because I told them they were movies, but really, mm-hmm. like. So I'm excited to see you know who's cast those there's, roles.
0: Technically, it's for four movies. Sorry, they go looked it up. There's a movie that got shelved that you can find that was completed. By the way, really? Like, yeah, they came out in like the uh, '90s.
1: That must have been absolute horseshit.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it's it's garbage. Go look it up. Mr. Sunday movies on YouTube as a breakdown of it.
1: But I am very excited to see what they do with it and how the Fantastic Four fit into the larger MCU. Uh so that's gonna be my number three. We don't know a lot about the movie right now, but I like the Fantastic Four.
0: I didn't read the comics or anything, but I've always kind of liked those characters. So count me in. Do us all a favor, cast John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic.
1: Holy and, shit, that uh, would be amazing.
0: Um sorry, what's She's in A Quiet Place. Emily, Emily Blunt, his wife, has Sue Storm. Boom. Let's
1: just do it. I just want to yeah. hang out with those two. I'm in. Let's do it.
2: Yep. Or, you know, if you want to bring Jessica Alba back, I'm with that, too. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> Bonk. Uh, Dex, number three.
2: So, yeah, my number three is going to be uh, Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: I'll join you on this, too, because that's my number three as well.
2: Uh, I'm I'm so fucking excited for that. That's movie, my goal man.
0: right there, man. That's my goal.
2: Tom Holland is the ghost Spider-Man to me. And it's not even close. Like I don't understand. It's not how close at all, Really
0: babe. not. It's really it's not, not, not close.
2: It's not close at all. People will dead ass look into your face and be like, Toby McGuire was the best. Get the fuck out of here. Toby McGuire was 35 in <laughs> high school. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was having to
1: shave 13. Toby times. McGuire had a, a fucking uh, noon shadow, like, like the third, third period. He's got the fucking shadow from his mustache. Like, what are we doing, bros? He's not The in high best school. indicator
0: Toby- of that is Joe Manganello is Flash in those movies. He is 38. <laughs> <laughs>
2: toby mcguire had a fucking mortgage and
0: (laughs) several people are paying child support in those movies
2: (laughs) (laughs) and toby mcguire is so fucking goofy and dweeby like i don't i don't i don't see how it's a debate at all between who's the best spider-man it's tom holland
0: also my guy. seven days uh, a week and twice on sunday locking down zendaya
1: yes sir legendary move from a legendary guy
0: yeah all-time king king shit from the goat spider-man
2: also we just have to fucking know what happens after mysterio blew the whole block up (laughs) it's like peter parker is spider-man fucking they brought jay jonah jameson back from the original movies and everything was stupid lit like The ending of Far From Home was just incredible. The post-credits scene and all that, just incredible movie setup. I'm so excited to see what they do. Obviously, we got all the rumors and shit about all the old characters coming back. We'll see what actually happens. I hope Jalen Hall
0: is back. Jalen Hall was like a really good villain. I thought he bodied it. Yeah, Jalen Hall was a really good villain. But also, uh, to the people in our mentions being like, uh they're not confirmed to actually be in the movie shut the fuck up. both those spider-men are in this movie
1: they are be. fucking movie. better be i don't care if andrew garfield's in the movie because fuck those no fuck i do andrew Garfield. No, I but do. i definitely would love to see uh, old toby walk on the screen i'm in
0: <laughs> come in older toby he was older 43 year old, 40, old. 43-year-old toby mcguire's in this movie <laughs> yeah it, it just is it, it they're in this movie by the way they're just in this movie
2: they gotta be. I I need every fucking body. I don't care if it was already spoiled. I don't care if it leaked when it wasn't supposed to. Give me my shit. Sign me All up, right.
0: dude. They gotta find screen time for Willem Dafoe, <laughs> Jamie Fox. They gotta find screen time for Jake Gyllenhaal. They gotta find screen time for um uh Vulture who played Yeah. Uh, no, they gotta play who played Vulture. Um oh uh fuck guy's name. Michael Keaton. They gotta Michael find. They go. gotta find screen time for Michael Keaton. They gotta find screen time for Tobey Maguire. They gotta find screen time for uh, Andrew Garfield Zendaya. They also gotta find screen time for the best Spider Man, which is he's gonna be on screen for like ninety percent of the time because he's gonna have to go through all this stuff. The ghost. I cannot fucking wait. Just hearing
1: you describe what you just described, I'm like, I would. I'm paying to see this film. Like, I don't even care what the plot is. Just give me, me the
2: of. four hour cut of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will yep. pay for it on Disney Plus so I can watch it again immediately. Oh my All god! All right, god. give Numbers. me Tom Hardy as Venom. So this my number two.
0: Yeah, you're number two. <laughs> so I was gonna say
1: Spider Man is my number two, but I'm gonna pick something different because we just talked about it. But I'm also obviously very excited for Spider Man. Uh, I'm gonna go number two. I'm gonna go uh, Doctor Strange in the multi uh, the multiverse of madness. Again, my number like two uh, as well. So I'll like join you. you were like mm-hmm. you were saying before, not something I was super like happy or like yay doctor strange like i like doctor strange he's cool not a movie i was like super excited about until i fucking watch WandaVision. And now it's like oh fuck i cannot wait to see how this all plays out i cannot wait to see wanda as the villain they literally just made i was gonna go see the movie anyway so it's not like they've made a change but they my excitement level went from like a five to an easy ten just because we watched WandaVision, and that's the power of these tv shows sign me up i cannot wait to see how it all ends uh wanda's gonna drop 37 in the first half of this film, I cannot fucking wait. So I'm in. I'm, I'm high. Hey, That's my number one, by the they way. They
0: are breaking realities, and you they've already just said, like, yeah, nothing's going to be the same after this. And you're just like,
2: Okay, thanks. Like, <laughs> and there's, they said this one's gonna have like horror elements and shit like that. They brought like,
0: in Sam Raimi, who's the like one of the goat directors of Spider-Man Two. You know what I mean? Yep. So obviously he's he's there. Like he knows all the the ropes of making a superhero movie, but he's also like the goat horror genre guy. He always
1: does ho- horror. Yeah. yeah. And there's gonna be some horror elements. It's not, this shit's
0: gonna bang, bro!
1: I cannot wait. Sign me up. This is gonna be great Also, the man. dude
0: that the dude that wrote Loki is writing this movie yep so, yeah. yeah i think um, it, i i think it's gonna been marvel I, I mean they're starting to go out and above and beyond um but i think this is really going to do something where they're just gonna like all right we can't like they're gonna bring back like iron man or something like <laughs> he's just gonna like they're gonna do something crazy i think with this movie it's
2: gonna be off the wall fucking batshit insane but i'm so fucking ready they can they can literally do whatever they want at this point they have it set up perfectly clean playing field like just do whatever the fuck you want and we'll we'll ride with it you you've seen that we can handle this weirdo shit because you fed it to us in a tv show that we watch every fucking week just give us more uh you're
0: no you're number two dex
2: it's gonna be uh thor love and thunder
0: this is my number one so we could just lump it in
2: yeah after after my number one
0: it's number my number one as well (laughs)
2: Yeah, after Ragnarok and Infinity War and Endgame, I'm just on board for whatever the fuck Thor is doing now.
0: God, what a switch by Chris Hemsworth. Incredible pivot by yeah, that guy. They
2: were just like, okay, this Thor shit is not working. We're just going to have Taika Waititi come in here, write us some good-ass jokes, and we're just going to completely pivot. And it worked. Natalie Portman's back in the building. Kat Dennings is back in the building. Like, which is just give us... Just, give us more thor shit please
0: i am right. cautious about this movie you want to know why why because uh taika latiti has all of a sudden gotten too big for his britches <laughs> and is having like threesomes with <laughs> tessa thompson and uh what's her name uh shit what a what a legend yeah and rita so, ora. <laughs> yeah rita ora he's just like he's just out here like smooching people on set and getting paparazzi photos Uh, all of a sudden he went from making these small indie films to making this shit and now he is too big for i hope it doesn't jump the shark (laughs) like i just Just hope it will it will and that's why i'm so excited about it also like say what you will about chris pratt i love him as star lord man i really do i really like him as star lord i like those characters chris pratt puts asses in seats he puts republicans in seats he's (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah, you know what i'm talking about um so he's he is just he's he puts republicans in c he is he is charismatic i will say fucking
2: mitch mcconnell
0: (laughs) well actually my name is star lord Uh, (laughs) no he uh that Tomorrow War movie had no business being as good as it was. It was actually really entertaining. That's 90% based on Chris Pratt. So I, I'm very excited to see him go up against the, the rapport that they had in in Endgame. In very, very funny. I'm very here for that. So yeah. Uh,
2: just, yeah. Thor, Love, and Thunder is my number two. Um, and then Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, which we already talked about, is my number one. So. Pretty similar top threes, I guess, for us.
0: Yeah. I, and I think anybody would really kind of agree with that. And that was kind of the consensus. Uh, a few people said uh, "A few people said Blade. Go ahead, Teach.
1: I'm excited about Blade. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah we can. Uh,
1: I, I was just going to say Ragnarok is the MCU movie I watch the most just because it's so easy for me to put it on at night if I want to get sleepy. I've probably seen pieces of it like 25, 30 times. So I just love it so much, and so I that's I'm easily my number one just because I cannot fucking wait to be back with those characters. I just can't wait to see Thor just trading. Guardians, sign me up. Man.
0: Yeah, I'm ready for the time travel aspects in Ant Man, Quantumania. Although I like I like Paul Rudd as Ant Man, although those movies have been completely forgettable. But yeah. like, yeah, I'm I'm ready for the time travel aspects of uh, that. I think Evangeline Lilly and him have a good rapport though as well. But for sure. It, those movies have just kind of been forgettable so like that's that's why it doesn't really make uh the list somebody said Moon Knight um I'm here for that only because Oscar Isaac
2: oh yeah I forgot that's gonna be him yeah yeah that'll be fun pretty much all these things I'm I'm well everyone's here for, for sure it, yeah but yeah Moon Knight is definitely gonna be good especially if it's anything like those uh, comic pages that I've seen. So.
0: No, I mean, that's a fake comic page. The Dracula, you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's not real? <laughs> that's not real.
1: Oh, man, you've ruined my... I. That, that makes me laugh every time I see it on the
0: timeline. <laughs> Dracula, you big fucking nerd. <laughs> Here's my goddamn I that money. that was fake.
1: I didn't know that that
0: that isn't real but it is it is very funny every single time I see it um all right that has been our Black Widow episode very anticipated review by us if we do say so ourselves. um thank you so much for liking downloading subscribing thank you so much for interacting with us on Twitter makes our day so much better when we get that kind of interaction that we did today uh for the Marvel question but um yeah Dex where can they go to buy some dope Houston merch please thank you
2: yeah, if you go to ApolloHAU.com, you can find just the dopest Houston merch you've ever seen in your life. We've already got shit shitting on the Yankees for giving up a walk-off Homer Dow.
0: Hey, please, bros. Please don't do <laughs> this. Ah, man. Things you hate to see, and by hate, I mean love. <laughs> oh, brother.
2: We got the, the hose Mad Park shirt going crazy right now. I have one back here behind me somewhere. But yeah, man, just... All the fire Houston merch you could want, we have it. You can also buy one take podcast t shirts if you're so inclined. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you can use promo code one take pod to get 10% off when you go to apollohou.com and shop at the store.
0: That's promo code one take pod. Be sure to leave us a, a review, please. Go follow our YouTube channel as well. And by the way, we just made a TikTok channel, so you can see all of our highlights from these shows. Uh, probably Dex's Rant. I'm about to put that on, uh,
2: <laughs> yes, on TikTok.
0: but yeah, um, I'm
2: tweeting that shit as soon as this episode drops.
0: <laughs> But uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, going and following our social media accounts. One take pod on all social media accounts. One take podcast show at gmail.com and leave us a five star review and rate us. We really, really, really appreciate it. Or just rate us or just leave us five star. Just interact with us, please. All just right, Dex, what pegging. are we doing?
2: Hashtag support Florence Pugh. The MCPU is God. here. The girl. It is our fucking time. Everyone fucking knows at this point. People literally were walking out of the theater tweeting me that they understand what we've been talking about for a year now. <laughs> You're welcome, I told you. Now we're all here. Her her rise is imminent. She's gonna be winning Oscars and doing fucking blockbusters too at the same time. Like it's, we're here, it's, it's a poor
0: We stand a queen, we're out. Ah!
1: The young metro, don't trust you. I'm gonna shoot. You. Beautiful morning. Get
0: yeah, the sun, morning, babe. Nothing in the wall.